What's up, Joe? What's up, everybody? What the heck is going on in Major League Baseball? A cheating scandal in Houston, a potential cheating scandal in Boston, three managers and one GM already fired or resigned, and more heads are likely to roll. Folks in and out of the game are up in arms, and for good reason. This is a bad look for the game. Baseball analyst Rob Duran of Rob Duran Sports joins me to discuss the many layers of this emerging story. And we're going to get into it right now on Sports 360. Joining me today on Sports 360 is Rob Duran of Rob Duran Sports. And Rob is joining me today to talk about the cheating scandal in Major League Baseball. Rob, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, Jeff. It's good to be back. Yeah, I'm glad to have you back. Um, Even though I will say, I thought maybe, Rob, we would get together again maybe at the start of spring training, maybe as spring training kind of got into the first couple of weeks. But here we are in mid-January, and I had to get you back on the phone because of, you know, this one of the biggest stories in Major League Baseball, not just this year or in the past year, but we're talking about in the history of the game, and that's the cheating scandal involving the Houston Astros and also an investigation into a potential cheating scandal involving the Boston Red Sox. A lot to talk about there, but first, just your general impressions, man. You know, as someone who's a baseball aficionado, but also a a baseball fan, what's your take on all this? Talk about controversy. And, you know, we thought that the darkest times of baseball kind of passed us with the whole steroid issues and all that stuff. And I feel like this is next level stuff with the the electronic devices and stealing signs illegally and all that stuff. It's crazy how fast these kind of things blew up. And I know we, we live in the age of social media. So a lot of things travel quickly and to just see the, I guess how far, certain teams would go. And in this case, it's Houston. And like you said, the ongoing investigation with the Red Sox, so we don't know what's going to happen there just yet. But how far teams would go uh, to cheat the game and to win unfairly and kind of steal away that essence and that, you know, the passion for the game, not just for, not just for the players that they're playing against, but also for the fans. Because, you know, so much of baseball that we talk about is the human factor of it and this cheating scandal takes that away completely because you're bringing in illegal things stealing signs illegally and just you're kind of ruining the game and it's unfortunate yeah and you know rob sign stealing is a part of baseball you know on the field you know you know if you can you know, if a batter or a base runner can see the signs that the catcher is putting down, or if the uh, defensive team can 
decode, you know, the signs coming from the third base coach, you know, on the opposing team as he, you know, gives signs to the batter. You know, if there's certain things you can pick up on and and in the field of play, I don't think anybody has any issue with that. Oh, no, but, definitely not. Right. But as, as you said, it's, it's the use of the technology, right? It's the, the you know, whether it's center field cameras or other technology, taking photos and things of that sort. That's where it crosses the line. And, you know, you know talk a little bit, Rob, though, about at least what we know of how far it went in Houston. I mean, you know, everything from the center field cameras to video monitors in the in the hallway outside the dugout to something as basic as beating on a trash can. I mean, <laughs> what do you make of all this stuff? It's crazy because, you know, it, it kind of makes you question a lot of things looking back. And we know Houston's history where they didn't have very good teams a few years back. And, you know, they drafted well, they produced players from the minor league systems. And now they have this, this great squad of young talent. And it's very unfortunate that they, they led to this, where they have to do the cameras in center field catching the catcher signs and relaying the messages, whether it's through the video room, whether it's, you know, whatever employees they were using to transmit the signs from center field to, you know, a TV in the dugout or, you know, in the tunnel of the dugout. I don't, you know, it's hard to put into words the emotion you feel as a fan when this news just keeps coming out. And it's even harder to believe that it's a team like Houston that, like I said, has this great talent because nobody's going to deny the talent that this roster has. And they had to subject themselves to doing things the wrong way in order to, you know, bring glory to that franchise, that fan base, to that city. It's, it's, it's hard to put into words. And, you know, just between the trash can banging and the communication, it, it kind of sucks, to be honest. And it's unfortunate, too, because Alex Cora, who seems to be like the ringleader behind all this, you know, from his playing days and, you know, a lot of stuff has come out, articles and things like that. The guy's a baseball lifer. And one of his, you know, he wasn't, he's not going to be confused with an all-time great baseball player. But one of the intangibles that he had was he was very good at picking up signs legally, the right way, the, the way you were describing before, you know, picking up signs, whether he's a runner on second base or in the dugout catching, you know, whatever it is. He was very good at that throughout his career. And there's, you know, you continue doing that as a bench coach, which he could have done with the Astros, but to take it to the next level and, you know, have all these players involved with that stuff and everybody just be okay with it. That's, you know, that's no way to play the game that, to be honest, is, is one of the, like we've spoken about in the past, baseball is one of those sports that we want more youth involved. We want to bring it to a, a bigger stage in a good light. And this just did the complete opposite, I, I believe. Yeah, and and you know, Rob, for me, as someone that's watched baseball for a long time, you know, just like yourself, this is one of the sadder stories, um, yes, you know, to 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 come along. Um, you know, I can't help but feel 
you know, a, a, a profound, you know, level of sadness here because of a lot of the things you touched upon. Um, but also, too, when I think about the Houston Astros, and you mentioned it, um, a very, very talented group of young players, you know, um, and what what makes me sad about it is I'm not coming to any conclusions because I don't know what happened and I don't know mm-hmm. who did what. Um, but what's inescapable is that now these very talented players, every last one of them, will have some level of question marks you know, associated with them and with their performance for who knows how long, maybe yeah. forever. I don't know. Um, but that's sad because, you know, you, you like to see if you if you're a sports fan, you like to see talented players competing at the highest level of the game, whatever the sport is. Right. And to see these talented players on Houston and, you know, they went from also runs to now making annual deep runs in the playoffs. And, you know, I enjoyed watching them. Now I'm looking and going, well, what was it that I was watching? And that, you know, a level of uncertainty, you know, now just throws everything into question, right? Um, you know, I think um, Jim Crane, right, the owner of the of the team, said the other day after he fired um, – A.J. Hinch. And I think it's worth saying, right, that Major League Baseball first, after concluding their investigation, um, suspended Houston manager A.J. Hinch and Houston general manager Jeff Luna for a year. But then the owner of the Astros followed that up by saying, we can't tolerate this. And, you know, you know, they the team fired both Hinch and Luna. And when Crane made the uh, you know decision to let them go, he said he didn't think that this scandal tarnished the Astros' 2017 World Series championship. And I think he's absolutely wrong. Yeah, How can it not tarnish it? it? To me, there's a whole cloud of suspicion and question over everything that the Astros accomplished and that's where the sadness for me comes in. And so I look at that 2017 Houston championship. And as you know, Alex Cora was the bench coach there. He yep. then goes to the Boston Red Sox in 2018. Who wins the World Series in 2018? The Boston Red Sox. So we have two consecutive World Series champions that now have a cloud over them because of the cheating scandal in Houston. And we don't know what the outcome of the investigation into Boston is going to be, but right now there's an investigation into possible cheating there as well. You add that all up. It's one of the saddest stories in sports and certainly in baseball history. Yeah. And makes you kind of feel bad for Dodgers fans a little bit, <laughs> especially because um, I know we've criticized Dave Roberts in the past, but now it kind of puts, you know, makes you look back and say, you know, maybe he could have had a ring or two in, in one of those years instead of, you know, being the manager that loses back to back. Sure. You know, and I agree the 2017 championship and we'll see what happens with the Red Sox with their 2018 season. But just that 2017 season for Houston was magical. 
you know, they were one of the best teams in the game. They, they didn't strike out a lot. And now you look at stuff like that and you think, well, yeah, no wonder you didn't strike out a lot. No wonder you, you know, one of the highest batting averages in, the, in, in, in Major League Baseball. And all, this, all these stats that come up with these teams, the season Altuve had, MVP season, and it puts things under the microscope and you're just like, is, was any of it even real? Like, how much of this is genuine? How much of this is, was hard work as opposed to part of this cheating scandal? And, you know, the fact that it spread out the entire season into the playoffs and all that stuff, it, it's not good for the game. It's, and, and I agree with you. It's a very sad subject, the fact that this is why Major League Baseball is being talked about on ESPN and all these other airways and stuff like that. And going into spring training, this is the big news. Instead of, you know, the offseason we just had where so many big free agents have signed with their teams. And, you know, compared to recent seasons where it's been spring training and we're still wondering where – Bryce Harper and Manny Machado are going to sign. You know, a lot of these free agents signed early in the winter meetings, and that was all the hype, and this is what we're talking about. We're wondering what's going to happen next with the Red Sox, what other teams may have been doing stuff, you know, how deep does this Astros cheating scandal go? Because, you know, Rob Manfred and Major League Baseball, they did a great job with the investigation. And even the suspensions, I know a lot of people are just reading through social media were saying, oh, they should have you know, done more. But, you know, you find them the, the maximum you could have find. I think the year suspensions, you know, you look at it and you think, okay, he's gone for a year, but how many people are going to want to bring on Jeff Lunau now? How many people are going to want to sign A.J. Hinch to be their manager and deal with that media circuit? Same thing with Alex Cora. You know, so, you know, on paper, it's a one-year suspension, but it could be an unofficial lifetime ban for a lot of these guys that are getting suspended. So I like the decision that Major League Baseball came to with the punishments and all that stuff, but it's still a sad day for baseball and, or sad off season, I guess you can say, because this is what's leading the headlines and it's unfortunate. It is, it, it, it truly is. And the other unfortunate part too, is as you mentioned, the number you know, of, you know, we've had three managers lose their jobs, right? A.J. Hinch in Houston, Alex Cora in Boston, and one we haven't spoken about yet, Carlos Beltran, who was recently hired by the New York Mets as their manager, has yet to manage a game um, and will not be managing a game anytime soon because just today, um, January 16, he and the Mets decided to part ways um, and and Beltran was part of the 2017 Houston Astros as a player contrary to AJ Hinch who was the manager Alex Cora who was the bench coach Carlos Beltran was a player and he was the only player named in Commissioner Manfred's report um, and certainly the commissioner's office interviewed other players as well, and no players have been disciplined. And so one of the real questions is, why was Carlos Beltran the only player named in, in MLB's report? It seems unfair. 
Um, and now, um, due in large part to that, he now is out of a job as manager of the New York Mets. And look, I can hear someone saying, well, if he was involved, then he should be punished as well. Well, but he was a player at the time and other players um, who were interviewed by Major League Baseball, according to the report, right? We don't even know who they were. And yet, you know, Carlos Beltran's name was mentioned prominently in that report. And you have to wonder why. Yeah, and I don't know if you've had a chance to read, I think it was like a nine-page report that was released. I read it the other day pretty in detail, and it does mention, I don't see any other player's name except Belchan on it. And the reason for that is unknown. I'm not sure why he was the only player named. I'm I'm almost 100% positive other players were very involved with it. And, you know, I'm not one to just throw names out there because I'm not, I don't, I wasn't part of the investigation. I didn't see what was going on. So I don't want to say, you know, speculate any names or anything like that, but, you know, to to kind of single him out and now he has to, you know, he loses his job as a manager. And, you know, when he was hired, I remember we spoke how great of a hire this could be for the Mets because the guy is, he's very smart. He's, he's played the game and, you know, he was a great player in the game, connects with the young guys, connects with the veterans. You know, the guy, he could have been the next great manager, and maybe he has an extended career with the Mets as a manager and stuff like that, but we may not get to see Carlos Butchan as a manager at all, ever again. And that's unfair for him. Like, you know, he was part of it. I get it. And whatever. But if you're going to, you know, punish a player, then don't just single one out other players that were involved and heavily involved should be, should have their name out there as well. If Beltran's name is going to be thrown out there. Or Beltran's name just not be thrown out there. You know what I mean? In other words, you know, one or the other. Um, But it does seem that he was treated, not seems, he was, he was treated differently. Um, Another, another person you know, who's played a prominent role here, of course, is Mike Fires, former Houston Astro. Um, he was on that 2017 Astros team, and he played a prominent role, in fact, in providing a lot of information to Ken Rosenthal uh, about um, the cheating scandal. And when I heard that, and even now, as I as I continue to think about that, his role in this is troubling to me. Um, you know, Jessica Mendoza, who ESP, she works for ESPN, but she's also works for the Mets. You know, she was on uh, a show earlier today where she, you know, pretty much took Mike Fires to task, saying, yeah. "How does a teammate do that?" Um, And there's a part of me that can relate to what she's saying, Um, you know, you know, not only because he essentially, you know, you know, dropped dime on teammates, but there's an element of Duke, what are you doing? You benefited from this. Don't act like you were innocent. You know, in other words, it's almost like you took the benefit of what was going on and now you want to come back 
and be the police of the matter. You know what I mean? And yeah. I don't know how to reconcile that. Um, what are your thoughts about that? It's it's odd because you wonder why now or why at all kind of thing. And, you know, maybe there's stuff behind the scenes that we don't know happened, whether it was, you know, the way he left Houston. Maybe, you know, he was trying to go back to Houston. They didn't want him. Maybe something happened with the players there. Or maybe, you know, he just got out in front of it before someone else said something. And he wanted to make sure he kind of said something and became that figure, the savior, per se. And, hey, look at me. I'm the one that's going to break the news to save base, to clean baseball up. I'll be that guy. And um, it makes you wonder why. And, you know, I don't, I'm kind of glad, I guess you can say, that he came out and said it because now we can clean up the game, which is great for the game. And I'm always for, you know, playing fair and all that stuff. So at some point this was going to come out, you would think. And it did. And I'm glad it is. And, you know, the suspensions are out. The investigations are happening. But it does make you wonder what was going on at the moment that he decided to say, you know what, I need to, I need to speak about what's going on. And, you know, he gave his reasons that, you know, he saw a lot of guys coming up from the minor leagues, going against Houston, and basically it being their one shot at the majors and being sent down and never called up again because they're only lasting an inning or two because these players know what they're pitching, what they're throwing. So you wonder if that's, that's his actual reason, if that's the genuine reason, because he does care about other players, these younger players who don't get the chance to live out their dream. But, you know, the other part of you wonders, you know, what else happened? What made him say, wake up one morning and say, you know what, let me call up, you know, the news cycles and tell them this, this story because it has to be said. So yeah. it's, it's interesting because it makes you wonder. Yeah, it, it certainly does. And, and you know, I find myself troubled by it because I'm conflicted, you know, because on the one hand, I do agree with you that, you know, if this was going on, this is not a good thing. It's not something that should go on. It's not something that we should turn a blind eye to. So I'm not suggesting in any way, you know, that this is okay. It's yeah. not. But then there's an element, too, of it of, you were a teammate yeah, and you profited from it. <laughs> so who are you and why would you do it? And like you said, it could have been conscience. It could have been the way he left. It could have been, he didn't like the front office or he didn't like certain players. It could have been that as after he left, Houston was knocking him around the park. I don't know. <laughs> Right. Um, but it, it, it really adds another element um, to what is a very complex, very, um, you know, troubling story. You know, Rob, I was talking with, you know, a good friend of mine, former major league player, Phil Bradley, earlier this week. And I asked him, I said, as a, as a former major leaguer, Tell me, what would it mean for you if you knew what pitch is coming, <laughs> right? Because it's easy for me to say I never played the game, right? Yeah. So I can imagine that makes my life, like, very easy. You know what I mean? Oh, if I know what's coming, I'm going to be great. So I asked yeah. him, and he said, he said, look, he said, 
you take a good player and you give him information on what pitches are coming and you and you change that good player into an uh, an extraordinarily great player and so that's the thing that goes back to what I had said earlier about the sadness, because we've seen some great individual performances by players on, you know, Houston. I'm just going to leave it there for Houston because we may be having to say these same things about Boston, yep. depending upon how that investigation turns out. You know, and so you wonder, were some of these tremendous performances we've, we, we saw influenced and how much were they influenced by this information that was being gathered and shared about what pitches were coming and so forth. Um, and what does that mean again for the players going forward? What are we going to see from them? Um, and that's an open question, right? That's a, that's an open question. And you, you can better believe the whole baseball world is going to be watching to see the performance and the production of you know, um, of, of players on Houston, particularly yeah. those who have been playing at a very, very high level in recent years. Yeah, and it does make you look back and question because, like you said, the Boston investigation isn't over, but Boston had their best season in franchise history in 2018, and they ran through the league. Like, there was no stopping them at all that entire season. And there were players on that team that had – career years a lot of those players had career years that year and we saw what happened with boston the year after in 2019 missed the playoffs completely so it you know it does put a lot of things into question a lot of this production that we saw into question and that's not good and it's funny because my wife asked me the same question that you asked the the, the former player she asked me because you know she's interested in the game and she says you know, if you knew what pitch was coming, don't you still have to hit it? And I said, yeah, you do, but you know what pitch is coming. So if you know that a curveball is coming, you avoid that. But if you know the fastball is coming and it's a 2-0 count or it's a 1-2 count and he's throwing a fastball, guess what? You're going to gear up. You already got the timing down because you're a major league hitter. You know how to hit a fastball. You have the timing down. All you got to do is make contact. And that changes everything from strikeouts to now you're hitting a double in the gap. And that's the difference between winning and losing games. And it's, it's, it's sad for baseball. That, that's the way that certain teams are playing the game. And that's how possibly back-to-back -back champions were crowned. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, um, you know, like you, I mean, I, 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 I like rooting players you know yeah. um i like watching you know some of the most talented players on the planet play you know professional sports basketball football baseball you, you know and so on and um and i know how hard it is not because i've done it but i've been around people who have and just you know you look at the numbers of how many people are trying to get at that high level and are not yeah. able to make it and so you know you're watching the best of the best so the talent level is unquestioned um and i just hate to see you know because here, here's the other thing rob that's going to happen 
some of the the performances that we've seen and we don't know which ones and how many of them were legitimate you know these were players who were going out there at you know excellent players supremely talented you know very good at their craft performing at a high level but yet and still they're going to have a question over them and that's sad that's very sad yeah you know well one last thing i want to touch upon with you with this is and you mentioned it at the top that the use of technology and the role of technology here in an age where you know whether it's baseball or just society in general we seem to be enamored with the ongoing advances in technology and we've seen it in sports where everything from instant replay to you know in baseball there's talk about robo umps right um we have tablets in the dugout and and you know football has always had their tablets and you know things on the side right you can't watch a football game now without seeing you know the you know the quarterback you know when he's on the sideline sitting down and going through the tablet and looking at formations right and you see defensive players doing the same thing so technology is part of the game um but here's here's one of those things you know when people say oh it's great that technology is coming into the game and we're getting the calls right and all those types of things but here is one of those situations where technology and how it was used because you can't blame the technology right it's not that it but it was how it was used um was not for the benefit of the game yeah and that's unfortunate because you really can't stop the growth of technology it's what it what it is in the world and it you know it kind of makes you take a step back and just kind of say great so we introduced this technology you know players are getting information you know the right the right way the right type of information to better themselves as players whether it's watching their own videos after their bats and stuff like that and then then it becomes the abuse of it you know the abuse of the power that you have at your hands and now you're using it the wrong way. So now you have to create basically a whole new rule book because you know technology is advancing, the games are were played years, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, and this, is, this goes for all sports. So now you have to basically recreate your rules that have been in place forever to you know, help stop the abuse of the technology that you have at your hands. So, you, know, it, you have to regulate, almost, it's almost like you know, anybody working a regular job where you can't use your phone while you're at work kind of thing, you know, and this is kind of where this scandal, I think, is going to trend sports into where it's going to be so regulated, so policed that any little thing now is going to throw up a red flag. And that's unfortunate. And, it, it, you know, it's not it's not good because technology has helped a lot of players, whether it's the whole spin rate thing or you know, the analytics that are taking over the sports, the sports world today, you know, it, you know, it's, it's good for the sport, but then now you have people that are willing to abuse it and go above and beyond to just take that power and that technology they have in their hands and basically make it even. Right. And I think what, what 
the upshot of that is going to be, or, or the upshot of what this, you know, what what we've seen here is going to be, is perhaps a heightened awareness mm-hmm. of, and I think this is what you were saying, of 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 making sure that the leagues and others are vigilant in how technology is being employed, because as technology continues to advance, um, you know, there's going to be the ability to get and to capture information in all kinds of ways. It's going to simply be enhanced, you know, because technology always is, is advancing. And so, you know, whether it's what's going on on the field and, or whether, or whether it's something that's going on inside the player's body, right? You always have to be careful yeah. of how technology is being used. And I believe that this story, this cheating scandal with the Houston Astros, is a painful reminder of that. Yeah. And it brings all those, you know, the steroid era back into relevancy again because it's it's kind of going through it again just it's basically the steroid era on steroids if you want to call it right and that's where we're at yeah well um well robert listen i appreciate you taking some time to, to chat with us today um obviously we're going to be you know continuing to watch this story um, you know, as we said a number of times, there's a there's an investigation of the Boston Red Sox that's being conducted by Major League Baseball. Um, there's still some continued fallout um, uh, from the Houston Astros investigation. Um, you know, there's all kinds of drama. You know, is is that really Carlos Beltran's niece on Twitter? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, uh, the family says, no, that's not her. That's not his niece who, you know, this Twitter account that seems to be providing all kinds of inside information. So there's all kinds. Yeah, it has been pretty accurate. You're right. So there's all kinds of things, um, all kinds of intrigue and and what have you. None of it particularly good for baseball. Um, And so if you're a baseball fan, you can't be happy about this. And you just hope that, and you know that the storm, that the sport will weather the storm, but you you don't know how long that storm is going to last. So um, we'll keep an eye on it. And, um, you know, if, if, uh, as things develop, you know, we may have to get back on the line and and talk about the latest. But I do appreciate you taking some time today to talk about what has happened thus far. So I appreciate that. Oh, it was my pleasure to be here, Jeff. Thank you. All right. I'll talk to you soon, Rob. Take care, man. You too. All right. <laughs>